0: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV.
1: Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is Sports Day. Thank you to the Kia Sorento, the seven-seat Kia Sorento. This is Sports Day with Sats and the Rat. And every Tuesday, of course, we learn who's in and out from each team. It's it's actually quite weird, Rat, isn't it, that we... We start looking at buys each week, and are still getting used to teams, which, oh, yeah. which teams have got
2: buys. We start, what, what's Jojo jo, jo, jo jo Fafita doing? Check do our, the team list. <laughs> trying to do our game day squad teams. <laughs> yes. I want to get Jojo Fafita on my team this my week. My game day squad team. Buy. I'm moving up. I told you, I played one round. Yep. And and then I last week was my You've second round. You've gone up round. a couple of hundred spots, I, haven't you? I, well, I went up from 885 yep. to 744. Yep. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm at 161. Like white and rice, he's leading. <laughs> I'm coming for you like white and rice. Rat kill is coming. <laughs> uh, well, we've got teamless Tuesday with all
1: those ins and outs. Um, and there's a lot of clubs that have got suspensions and also injuries. The great debate is going to be around the Brisbane Broncos. They're really good start to the season. They're 4-0. and mm. How much further can they go when, when we talk about finals? Of course, they missed the finals last year after... Capitulating in those final rounds and and it's a that's ridiculous as well. So um plenty to talk about zero four five seven seven three six seven three six if you want to have your say. And top stories over the last twenty four hours. And it's still around Joseph Sualee and his signing with the Australian rugby union for twenty twenty five onwards, of course. Just to remind the listeners, he's still contracted to the Roosters for twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. Eighteen months. 18 months, and he's still only 19 years of age at the moment. Mm. hasn't turned 20 yet, so um, for reportedly $1.6 million. Before we get to Gus Gould and his opinion on it, if he was on the open market at the end of well, – he will be on the open market for 2025, what would you pay him? So he's got 1.6 reportedly from Rugby Union. He's not going to get that from League.
2: No, I, I think I, I honestly believe at that stage of his career and his development, after being in the Roosters yeah. system and and seeing the way he's going, I think he's a million dollar player.
1: So do I. I, I just think it's one of those ones you're paying potential.
2: Yeah. You know well, 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 I, don't, I don't even think it will be potential by that stage. Mm. When you when you consider, yeah, you know the way he's gone over the last you know year and a half. I mean, he he is an out and out. Freak of an athlete, like that, they don't come along very often. Sets and you the know
1: markability that. on the back of it mm. for the game as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, says that he's going to be a, a commodity, isn't he? Mm. Whoever gets him, so yeah. Co, there's an article here saying in 2018, Suwali's agent mm-hmm. offered him to Rugby Australia for a thousand hundred thousand a year. A year yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, is that his first year out of Kings? For three years, yeah, they
2: would have got him for three hundred grand. Oh wow, and now they're paying one point six for him. <laughs> And that's, mate, that's always been rugby's problem. They yeah. won't invest in – they'll invest. But, you know, I mean, they, they, they just miss it. They, they, their timing's off. Mm. Their timing is off and it ends up costing them well, more sit, money. They sit
1: on their hands. I mean, You're quite passionate about We've heard you on this show talk about about the GPS rugby system and, and how rugby league just goes in there and pilfers all the talent. So, you know, rugby really sit on their hands. And maybe they're prepared – the top end of town to, to pay that big money to get to get Suerlees and those sort of players back into the game and mm. send them off to play rugby league and play top level rugby league and let's just get, get them battle-hardened and yeah. bring,
2: bring them back and yeah, yeah I, I don't know I I, I would have um, I, you know it, 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 it's a it's a, a lot of money to pay yep I think it's worth it I think that the, I think they'll make their money back on him I don't think there's a question in that I think yep. that the eyeballs that'll switch over to check it out um, but i think they need to start winning games you know when he's there yep. um you know if if it's more of the same it'll it, it, you know it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure to put on a young kid too um if they don't get him any help
1: yeah exactly now gus gould that i mentioned earlier on he's a staunch protector of rugby league absolutely he is and um he has sent a gentle reminder to joseph Lee in his and his management and probably a a bit of a shot at the roosters as
2: well Every time he scores a try, I don't think he does in our game, people are going to refer to the fact that he's going to rugby. Why do we need that? Go now. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. See you later. <laughs> Gone. He signed a contract for a rugby 18 months before his rugby league contract ends. I've got nothing against the kid. I've loved having him rugby. He's a tremendous athlete. Great for the game. But he's decided to be a rugby player. I wouldn't do anything to hold him, no. As a code, I'm happy for him to go now. Go
1: now. I understand where he's coming from, Gus. Again, as a, as a family that has been involved in the game so long and such a staunch rugby league man myself. I hate seeing players leave. I hate players seeing leave the NRL before their time to go to the UK Super League and they're still playing rugby league. Mm. To see one leave rugby to, rugby league to go to rugby, I can see exactly where Gus is coming from. But winning always comes first. And the Roosters are not going to say, you know what, Gus, you're right. But I do, I do understand where Gus is I, coming I get from, Rat.
2: I get it. Um, you know, I sat in a room and, and negotiated with Gus during Super League. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't negotiate. I got yelled at and, <laughs> and I walked out with my tail between my legs uh, after my dad sent me into the NRL, uh, the ARL, uh, well, the New South Wild Rugby League head offices at the time. Phillips, uh, yeah. Mate, I get it, but times change, the landscapes change, people change. Um, Gus hasn't changed mm. and, you know, I, I think I understand it. I love Gus's passion for the game. His his wisdom and his knowledge of it is probably second to, to very few, if any. Um, but yeah, look, I, you know, that, that sort of meant, uh, attitude to it. I think, you know, and, and not that Gus cares, it cares. I mean, young people nowadays, you know, want options and, you know, Joseph has options and he's taken them and he'll have the support of many young fans of his um, to go and do what he wants to do. Um, and that sort of commentary, I, I think, won't fly with that next generation. Are we there to, are we there to appease the next generation? Well, they're going to be the next big fans that are pulling their money out of their pocket to pay for things, mm. to pay for, you know, subscriptions to the game and tickets to the game and buying jerseys. So you've got to be a little careful. Yeah.
1: Go. i say he went
2: tomorrow...
0: Would that be enough time to get him ready for this year's World Cup?
2: Yeah, well, he's a, he's only been playing rugby league for eighteen months. Like, yeah, you true. Know, like he hasn't been Oh well, he, he, he's, he's a been going adapted.
1: He's been a South Sydney Jr., but outside of that, he's been he was playing rugby and rugby league at the same time. So he's not tainted yet, is he? He's not tainted. He's his universe is still still very open and how much knowledge he can take in. And I mean, Gus doesn't and shouldn't make any apologies for his Yeah, for his passion for the game and wanting to keep those young players in the game. And it's coming from a place of, he's hurt. He feels as though that rugby league is losing something really special. So, yeah, I can see where he's coming from. I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, I
2: get it. But, you know, I don't don't agree with it. But, you know, he's got a contract with the Roosters and and I'm sure the Roosters will want him to fulfill that contract.
1: Now, Rat, you are a player manager and the Mm. Rugby League Players Association. They've announced for the first time the NRLW players will be able to sign multi-year contracts with the clubs as of tomorrow. Now, um, this will be Wednesday Wednesday morning uh, business hours that they'll be able to start signing with their clubs. This has been one of the, I suppose, one of the, the stalling tactics that's been going on with the RLPA and the, and the NRL. I feel as though this is one of the conversations they could have continued to keep having because the NRLW comp isn't ready to start until towards the end of the season. But they finally look like they've come to an agreement. So, as a player manager, have you got many... Have you got any girls on your bench lot. at the moment? Yeah, okay. yeah a,
2: lot, a lot of a lot of yep. girls. Um, so how does?
1: I mean, obviously this affects you in a positive way.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's great. Um, yeah. It gives uh, the young women playing in the NRLW some stability, some the ability to go right. Oh, I can put my roots down here yep. and you know lock in for you know a couple of years and and really focus on becoming a better athlete. There's not any confusion as to where I'm going to be next year. And 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 I'll tell you, like, I mean, you look at you know the All Stars game. There were there were young women that pulled out of that game um, because there was no, they had no contract in place so if they got injured and they couldn't play there was no security around them they yeah. and then they're not making enough money to not, not have to work.
0: The award winning seven seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate.
1: Yeah, and a Queensland theme for the Great Australian Debate here on Sports Day with Sats and Rat. It's the Brisbane Broncos who have had a tremendous start to the season, 4-0. and That big win, the, the what do we call it? The carnage on Caxton carnage. Uh, last Friday night. Now, what an amazing game that was. But the Brisbane Broncos, they toughed it out. The best part about it is defensively, great. And also been able to ice the game at the end with that try to Tony Stagg so they're looking good at the moment and when you look at the NRL ladder they're sitting right on top of the ladder ahead of the, the manly seagulls they're the only team that have won all four games and most impressively is the differential between the, what they've scored and what they've had scored against them is a differential of 41 um, so they're sitting they're sitting really nicely in not only from a ladder point of view, but just where they're sitting defensively as well. So the question in a great debate is, finishing ninth last year, what we've seen after four rounds, they play the West Tigers this week. And just to go through that, they've got the Tigers this week, then the Raiders, the Titans. Do you think they can win the comp? Can they go from ninth and, I won't say win the comp, can they get to the last match of 2023? Can they be one of the last two teams, Rat?
2: Yeah, I mean, they've certainly got the talent there to do it. It, what what we haven't seen, or what we saw last year, was when the pressure came on, um, they didn't respond. So yeah. you know, I, I think with about eight rounds to go, they're in the top four. They were, yeah. Um, and then the wheels fell off. Now they haven't really been in any position this year where they've had to, you know, they've, they haven't faced any adversity this year. Mm. You know, they won a tight game against Redcliffe. Um, I know. There's a lot of emotion in that game, and but you you probably, given the state of Redcliffe, no Jeremy Marshall King, uh, no Felice Cafusi, I think a lot of people were expecting them to go out there and sort of blow Redcliffe off the park, oh, and they yeah. didn't.
1: Yeah, a lot of people did. Yeah, you're um,
2: right. You know, the Dragons had them in a dogfight up until ten minutes to go. Um, you know, we we're yet you know they had a great win against Penrith. But we've probably seen Penrith this year. You know, after the first month of footy, they're probably not the Penrith that we, you know, have known to expect over the last couple of years. So, you know, it'll be interesting. When, when you know, they've got a, they've got a very favourable draw. Mm. They've played 20 of their 26 games in Queensland. That's amazing. Um, so, look, it's all set up for them. Uh, I'm, I'm, the jury's still out for me. Um, I, I think... Uh, Is it fair to say there's no... Over the last
1: two or three years, it was Penrith and I'm I'm not talking about winning the Premier Show. I'm just talking about the last two teams. Mm. It was Penn fanned whoever. Someone else. Wasn't it? Mm. Is it fair to say there's no one this year that's, that's your dead set saying they're going to be there at the end of the year?
2: No, no. I think, um, you know, North Queensland and the Sharks were my two sides that I thought would get there. Yep. Um, North Queensland certainly aren't looking like that that side at the moment. No. Uh, they've got a long way to go. Sharks might have turned a corner on the weekend, but again, against a pretty lackluster St. George in the second half. So, uh, I, like I said, you know, g- give me six weeks, but, you know, I'm starting to sort of get a pretty clear picture of where things are at the moment. I think the best football that's been played this year was by, by Parramatta. On uh, last Thursday night, when they, you know, they their their completion rate rates were great, they stayed in the game, um, they ended up winning in Golden Point over Penrith. So, yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I think they can. They've certainly got the talent to do it. That's, I'll, I'll say that. But yeah, I'm sitting on the fence.
1: Mm. What do you think's changed most this season from last?
2: Is it their defence? Maturity.
1: No, it's it's maturity. It's it's timing with any player in any team. Cause you've got a group of young players and they, you know, that two years ago, they've just been introduced. and They play 20 games. A lot of them and Then year two, they play another 20, 24 games and their body just sort of gives way on them towards the end of the year. Like we saw last year with Adam Reynolds being out as well. And then you just, there comes a time when a team just for whatever reason, from a rugby league point of view, just find maturity. The young guys are 40 or 50 games into their career. They know, where they need to sit every day in the dressing shed. They just know their way around the side and where they sit in that side. So I think with the Broncos, they've finally found that maturity, the ability to back up week in, week out. I think Tom Flagler is the perfect example of that. Yeah, exactly. Now, I look at origin, which is always a pretty good litmus test when it comes to sides and how they finish a the year. Reece Walsh, there's a chance he'll play origin. Katoni Staggs, not quite sure for New South Wales. Selwyn Cobbo will. Uh, Reynolds won't, Ezra Man possibly, not quite sure. Flegler will, Payne Haas will, Kurt Catewell will, Pat Carrigan will. That's six so far, six that will you'd think would definitely play Origin for the Broncos. So how they come out of that is probably going to be the – and it's not really the week after, is it, Right. It's four or five weeks after yeah, Origin. Is that just, right, you yeah, think? Just
2: you know, the Origin you know, just breaks you down. It's such a physical and intense couple of weeks – it's not just the game. It's everything that goes with it, the hype, the emotion. Um, you can be pretty drained after that. Mm. Uh, it's just about how the coaches manage, manage their players through that period and, and on the backside of it. Yep. Um, but again, uh, look, they've certainly got the talent sets. I mean, and, you know, Rhys Walsh is, is another reason, you know, that this team is, is performing the way it way it, has, it is. Um, you know, you look at the wins last week and the week before. He had a huge hand in, you know, a lot of those tries. So there's a player that sort of, you know, added a lot to that team. And, you know, we've got, you know, what, 22 weeks of the season to go. Um, It is a long, hard, arduous year. It is. They're a young side. And we haven't, you know, we see, we saw last year what what happened when the pressure was put on. They went to water. Um, Now, will this team do the same? Uh, I don't think they will. I I think they're playing finals football this year. Um, How far up? The ladder uh, is yet to be determined. But, look, they're, they're looking really good. They're looking, you know, they can't be any better on the ladder. Um, you know, they've got a good for and against. Their, defend, their, their defensive efforts of late have been great. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this season unfolds. But they're certainly looking like the team that can get Brisbane back to the Brisbane of old Yeah, that we haven't seen for a number mm. of years.
1: Uh, let's get to a break. And after the break, we're going to continue the debate. Completely different topic. Jack Whiten, he may go on the open market because he's got an option in his favour at the Raiders next year. So stick around. After the break, uh, we'll let the debate continue.
3: The
0: award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest
1: Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, and we had a really good discussion about the Brisbane Broncos. What do you think? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Do you think they can make it to the final two teams based on what you've seen in the first four rounds? Um, and Cohen just uh, reminded me actually that the Brisbane Broncos in the year two thousand. They're on top of the ladder after four rounds, three wins and one draw. They went on to win the comp that year against the Roosters. I remember, that was the unli- remember that was the unlimited interchange? interchange? Mm. And the big boppers. That a huge side. Oh, I hated it. It was terrible, wasn't it, for us little fellas? Oh, mate. So they'd have Webkey would start with Thorne and Talis and Tony Carroll, um, Andrew G.
2: Oh, it was insane.
1: These m- Massive humans, and they just run them on and off every sort of four or five minutes. Mm. And if you're a little guy... They played long periods. You just, See you later. Just got made, oh, I made my
2: money off making big blokes look yeah. stupid <laughs> at the back end of halves. It went out the window. Yeah,
1: exactly. Let's uh, let's have a discussion around Jack Wharton. Uh, I love Jack and the way that he plays. I love the way that he's matured as a rugby league player. Ricky Stewart absolutely loves the kid. He treats him like another child. But it uh, looks like he's set to test the open market. He has an option in his favour for next season. So as of November 1, he can negotiate with clubs. Now, um... On the open market, to some clubs, like your Canberras, like your Newcastles, he would be a million-dollar player, I think. he's He can play centre, he can play 5'8", he can I play fullback. To some clubs, I think he would. Yeah, right. I think Newcastle would pay, pay, him, pay him a million. I think uh, I think the Dolphins would pay him a million. Yeah, th- really? Yeah, I think um, Canberra Raiders definitely would pay him a million.
2: Well, I think he'll be there.
1: I hope he doesn't leave Canberra. I hope he doesn't leave Canberra. I can't
2: see him leaving. I know him and Ricky are uh, really tight and um – Look, he's probably you know. Uh, has he ever gone to the open market? Probably not. No. So he's probably just gets to that age. Like, I might just see what I'm worth, mm. you know, and make sure that I'm getting paid what I'm worth here. Yeah. Um, you probably won't take. You'll probably take a little bit less to stay. I I can't imagine him in any other jersey than a Cambridge jersey, to be honest.
1: They all look at what is he now? He's thirty. Just turned thirty. Mm. Yeah, just turned thirty. So um, probably his
2: last big deal. You know? Yeah, it would be. Gonna take a, yeah.
1: Can I throw something at you? And this is something of of always thought the NRL needed to look at, and it's I've, it's obviously revolved around the Australian Cricket Board, the ACB contracts. Do the NRL need to do some sort of NRL loyalty contracts or NRL marquee contracts where um, the NRL, each club has two positions for these NRL marquee contracts?
2: This is a hypothetical.
1: Hypothetical. So if you fill one of those two positions at a club, and let's use the Melbourne Storm for argument's sake, Every club's got two marquee NRL contracts, where the NRL pays that player $250,000 to fill one of those spots at your club. Right. So the two players would be Ryan Pappenhausen yep. and Cameron Munster. Yep. Okay, so Harry Grant doesn't get the extra two hundred and fifty. Jerome Hughes doesn't get the extra two hundred and fifty. And, But there are some clubs that have really only got a player that can fill one of those spots, like, a like Newcastle, Carl and Ponga. Yeah, right. So there's one position open to get an extra two hundred and fifty from the NRL. Yeah. As a loyalty slash marquee player, then you go and negotiate with the club. Yeah. So if you're a million dollar player, you could earn 1.25 million dollars.
2: Right. If you're an eight hundred thousand dollar player, but you think you're a million dollar player and you can you can jag one of those slots, then you can make your million bucks.
1: Dylan Brown is going to be a behind example, yeah. Junior Bolo, Gutherson, and Mitchell Moses. Yep. I want to go there and earn a million. I'm going to get that 250 from yep. the NRL if I'm guaranteed that spot. Jack Whiten would be that player at Canberra. Mm. Now, just say he's negotiating with another club. Just say it is, for argument's sake, let's just say it's Parramatta. Mm. Well, he's not going to get that marquee contract.
2: No. So, it's like an arrow in the quiver that a, a club can shoot at a player that they want to keep, but they don't want to pay the million f- per se, or it's a, it's... It's a, it's, they, can, they can lure a player over with that marquee well, money.
1: It strengthens clubs who find it really difficult to identify marquee players. Yep. It also allows clubs like Canberra to keep a Jack Whiten mm. to say you are going to fulfil one of those one positions, those marquee positions, mm. where you're going to get an extra 250 from the NRL that you're not going to get possibly if you go to another club.
2: And I, you know what, I think um, I've had this thought in my mind, for ages, I, I just don't think there's enough done within the league to to reward loyalty. I don't think there's enough done within the league to to reward developing players. I just think it's something that that probably needs to be overhauled a little bit and mm. looked at because I mean, you you got a player that comes through your junior system, he's in your program, you know, has one good year of first grade, and then all of a sudden, a player just you know a club just comes to that we'll take him. Yeah. And what do you what do you get out of that? Mm. You, you, I mean, Penrith are going to be flooding the NRL with players for the next, you know, three or four years, given what they've done in their junior recruitment and money they've yeah. invested in their grassroots. They won everything last year. Well, recruitment. They can't just, keep them all. They're just
1: hanging around their junior representative teams, aren't they? Just and seeing it, who, who can't go through and, and play in the halls because of the age of Luai and Cleary.
2: And it encourages clubs to actually invest in their junior development, mm. you know, rather than just sit on their hands and – Wait for someone well, else. It becomes to do an it and, asset,
1: doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You get money in the end of the day. If yeah. one of your players goes on and plays at another club, and unfortunately you are going to lose him, but you get some money back for it. Yeah, I think there is some options we can look at to not only even the competition, but also yeah, reward. reward, as you said, some uh, the great work that clubs do around development because clubs just some clubs just don't have development systems. No. They just go and steal them from other clubs mm. because they don't have the junior the junior pathways. So yeah, there, there could be some other ways. Let's get it to a break for Sats and Rat for Sports Day and the Kia Sorento 7-seater, the award-winning Kia Sorento 7-seater. And we're going to go through the team list Tuesday after the break. The
0: award-winning 7-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports
3: Day. Because TLT. I'm Dana, mate. TLT. And I'll win the fight.
1: That's
3: enough TLT.
1: T-L-T.
2: Yeah, he's not even here. Do we have to play <laughs> it anymore?
1: <laughs> uh, plenty of ins and outs this week yeah. for round five of the NRL. The Gold Coast Titans have the draw this weekend after... The bye. What I say? The draw? Yeah, the the buy. They got the buy after the defeat last week against the the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, um, some of the notable ins and outs. Of course, the Redcliffe Dolphins starting to get some injuries. They've got Felice Calfusi out for four weeks. Uh, But at Penrith, Tyrone Peachy is there for his second stint. He's named on the bench for Penrith. Sonny Luke, the very impressive hooker, is out. Scott Sorensen Starts in the back row. Liam Martin's still out, the kid from tomorrow with a hamstring injury. Yeah,
2: that's that's a big loss for them, you know, yeah. To be without Liam Martin and obviously losing Vili kick out over to the Bulldogs. You just you just notice that real um, you know, lack of potency down that left edge without Viliarmi. So to have Liam out and out as well. Uh, Hoskins did well last week. Good though. player, yeah, yeah. yeah. he did did very good. But um yeah, look Liam Martin's a a star and a big out for them. Jordan Rapana returns from his shoulder charge for the Raiders. They, they're, yeah. they're looking for something, aren't they? The yeah, Raiders. absolutely. They, uh, These are
1: disappointing against the Knights. Geez, they are. After that gritty yeah. win against the Sharks. Yep. 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 Disappointing. Yep. For uh, the Bunnies, who they lost a lot of middles last week, and Keon Kulamatungi end up playing in the in the front row position, but uh, Prop Hama Saleh is back for the Bunnies, which they need him. Mm. Morgan Harper replaces that very impressive young... Centre Tolu Kola. I was uh, down at the South game versus Manly last week, and we were in the box that sat right next to some Manly fans. And Tolu Kola's mum and dad were there. And I went down to Tolu's dad, and I said, "I love watching your son play. He's at one stage at seventeen. I think he went to Newington College. Right. When he was seventeen, he was the fastest seventeen, one of the fastest seventeen-year-olds in the world. Wow! Just amazing. Something broke every record and. I went down to his mum and dad. Oh, I love watching your son play. And his mum and dad both were sprinters for Tonga in the 2000 Olympics.
2: Oh, wow. What about yeah. that, eh? How yeah.
1: cool. So they were back at the stadium that they oh, ran for Tonga. Cool. Yeah, it was great. So... Tolu Kohler is out for anywhere from four to six weeks with a oh, knee injury. Morgan Harper, but yeah. yeah.
2: Morgan Harper, is back. Yeah, he's, he's experienced. He knows what he's doing. So, um, yeah, but, you know, you, when you lose speed like that, you can't coach it. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King and Isaiah Katoa are both return for the Dolphins. Two two pivotal players in their yeah. first three wins. So, to get those guys back. I've always been the a fan
1: of Jeremy Marshall King.
2: Well, mate, you know what? I, I, I mean, when you're playing at the Bulldogs, it's it's hard to really you know stamp anything when the, the way they've been the last yeah. couple of years. But you know we've he's gone up there and um, look the Bulldogs are a different side this year. But you know having um, Jeremy Marshall king up at the Redcliffe Dolphins, he's certainly stamped his authority up there and put his hand up as a premier number no. nine. And Isaiah Katoa, he's I mean he's he's shown clocked. he's a star, isn't mm. he? Yeah, uh, he is.
1: Uh, the Tigers play the uh, the Broncos on Saturday night at Suncorp Stadium, and they've kept the same spine. Adam Dewey at fullback, I think he's a lock be honest Brean and mm. wake at six luke brooks at seven and abby croix our named at number nine as well so a difficult task for them yeah as um, well
2: it's uh yeah look they've, they've got their work cut out from we'll um, have tim sheen's on the show tomorrow actually yeah that'll mm. be good tomorrow martin uh is out with a head knock and ronald voltman will make his warriors debut congratulations ronald on yeah. making your debut that's he's huge.
1: the one that's come over from the roosters last right. year they yep. released him early mm. so and Josh Reynolds. Big news. Yeah, it's his first game germ. back Is at the... Is it the germ? The
2: germ. Is the it, no, grub. the grub. He's the, the grub. grub. The germ, yeah. that's The germ, Simon, Simon Wolford. Wolford, yeah, yeah, the grub.
1: Yeah, Josh Reynolds will play, <laughs> uh, Come off the interchange bench in number 14 for the Dogs. First time and I think, uh, I think 2007, it was 2017.
2: 17. He's great. Well done. Well He's done great. to Josh, you know. He, he great put his hand up and so said, just give me a shot, and he earned himself yeah. a full-time gig. And I, I thought this would be his role, you know. He'd get his opportunities to come off the bench. And, he, you know... Um, doesn't matter what yeah, position he plays, he just lifts the well, lifts he, the side. He, he did in the trials, you yeah. Know, he came on, scored a try, and um yeah, I was I was surprised that he didn't get activated last week and they I, I think they brought in Ockenball. Mm. Um I thought he might get the opportunity to play, but look, he gets it this week and, and good luck to him.
1: Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Let's get to the break there. Your changes for round five of the NRL and coming up after the break. Tuves is gonna come into the uh, studio for that's ridiculous. Music. The award winning 7 seat Kia Sorento,
0: Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is sports day, we'll be back soon. The award winning 7 seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is sports day. Come on, that's ridiculous.
3: That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. this has got to be, someone's got to be
1: accountable for this. Yes, there needs to be. Twos, uh, some of the ridiculous things that may have happened over the last few days. Now, I've been watching a documentary, a really good documentary. I finished it today. The next season comes out in June. It's called Breakpoint mm. on Netflix. It's like great, the golf.
2: Great series. Amazing, isn't mm.
1: it? In-depth, behind-the-scenes look, and the, and the athletes are so giving with their time. The last one is about the French Open, which, yep. is, of course, is played on clay. Yep. And they talk about the difference in playing on clay. And players, when they see the draw come out of their match against Rafa, they basically just concede that they can't win.
2: Mm.
1: He's won 14 French Opens. Yes. Now, this is what's that ridiculous. His record at the French Open is 112 games. Three losses.
2: That's insane. 112 Come wins. on, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's ridiculous. 15
1: games, 112 wins, three losses, and he's only been taken to five sets three
2: times. It's insane, isn't it? That is insane. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Mm. Mm.
1: What you you winding me up, are you? Yeah, yeah mate. Come on, no you're time. carrying on. Oh, God, that's it. <laughs> no so, I'm running yeah. out of time here. Yeah. yeah, let's get to the break. Go. We're going to wrap up the show after this. <music> Yeah, thanks for joining us uh, for the night. Uh, tomorrow night we're going to have West Tigers coach Timmy Sheens. What a great guy he is. Uh, mm. Like it or loathe it as well. So if you're to like it or loathe it, 0457 736 736. Before we go, what about this? Wimbledon champion at age 17, Boris Becker, now 54. His spectacular rise and fall has been caught in a documentary on Apple TV. It, uh, it charts how the German tennis wonder kid became a high-rolling playboy Blew an estimated, get this one, get twos ready. Actually, 185 million dollars on women and jet set lifestyle until debt caught up with him. Come on, that's ridiculous. So went to jail, <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah,
2: amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's a sad story.
1: 17 Wimbledon, unbelievable, unbelievable. This is Sports Day with Rats and Rat and Sats. Thanks for joining us on a uh, Tuesday night, and uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. See ya.